welcome to Loving the Scriptures. I'm your host, your friend, Joshua Odunlade, and together we'll be exploring God's Word to find insights, learn from Him, and to fall more deeply in love with Him today. Let's begin. Do you know that there is a lot of depth to everything Jesus was saying in the Scriptures? When we study today's text, you'll see a lot of interesting things that, honestly, if you look at it on the surface, you will be wondering what exactly is Jesus talking about. But by the time you look at it in depth, then you'd realize that, wow, these things are actually quite deep. But before we go into that, let's say a word of prayer. Our Father and our God, we say thank you, we glorify your name, we adore your name for all you have been doing for us, Lord. We are grateful and we are thankful. We say let your name be glorified in Jesus' name. Lord, we are here to study your word again today. We ask that you would minister yourself unto us, that you would show us yourself, O God, that your word will become light, like that your word will be a light to our path. And a lamp to our feet in the name of Jesus. We say thank you for your answer our prayers. Open up our eyes to see you in your word. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Today we are going to be learning from the book of John, chapter 12, verse 20 to 36. And it's quite an interesting reading. So let me let me start by reading the text and then we we'll go on to discuss the text just to discuss a few things about the text that really stood out to me. So I read, Now some of the Greeks were among those who went up to the festival to worship. So they came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida in Galilee, and requested of him, Sir, we want to see Jesus. Philip went and told Andrew. Then Andrew and Philip went and told Jesus. Jesus replied to them, the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains by itself, but if it dies, it produces much fruit. The one who loves his life will lose it, and the one who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, he must follow me. Where I am, there my servant also will be. If anyone serves me, the Father will honor him. Now my soul is troubled. What should I say? Father, save me from this hour. <laughs> but that is why I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven. I have glorified it, and I will glorify it again. The crowd standing there heard it and said, it was a thunder. Others said, An angel has spoken to him. Jesus responded, This voice came not for me, but for you. Now is the judgment of the world. Now the rulers of this world will be cast out. As for me, if I am lifted up from the earth, I will draw all people to myself. He said this to indicate what kind of death he was about to die. Then the crowd replied to him, We have heard from the law that the Messiah will remain forever. So how can you say, The Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is the Son of Man? Jesus answered, The light will be with you only a little longer. 
Walk while you have the light, so that darkness doesn't overtake you. The one who walks in darkness doesn't know where he's going. While you have the light, believe in the light, so that you may become children of light. Jesus said this, then went away and hid from them. Hmm. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Amen. There are some interesting things that we should note about the text. You know, it goes from the time that Jesus says that the hour has come. Or, if we are to say it in our contemporary English today, it would be something like, The time has come. The time has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. And we see something here. The Greeks came to Jesus and said, We want to see Jesus. And then Jesus started all of this. Jesus started saying all of these things. He said, The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Truly I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains by itself, but if it dies, it produces much fruit. You know, there's something that dropped in my mind just now. When you plant a seed, of course you want that seed to grow. But do you know that that seed inside the ground must first die before it can grow? If you didn't know that you are knowing now, that seed must first die in the ground before it can grow. And when it grows, it will bring forth much more fruit, right? So for instance, if you plant a corn seed, when you put it into the ground and you water it consistently, it begins to grow. But that corn seed that you placed inside the ground must die before it can bring forth much more fruit. When you plant a mango seed, same thing. When you plant an orange seed, same thing. And some of these seeds take longer. However, there's one common thing to them all. They must first die before they can grow. And this is what Jesus was trying to say too. He said, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains by itself. But if it dies, it produces much fruit. And then, I want to go back a verse now. He says that the hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. Or let me say it like this, the time has come for the Son of Man to be glorified. And I want to say it like this, or I want to use this illustration. Do you know that if you plant a maize seed in a particular period of the year, or if you plant a watermelon in a particular period of the year do you know that it will not grow but if you plant it in another time of the year do you know that it will grow it's the same thing too that jesus was trying to say here jesus was saying that now it is time for the son of man to be planted basically now it is time for the son of man to be buried inside the ground and for him to die so that he can bring forth much more fruit there is a time to everything there is a time you see that many times, in fact, I, I made a reference to it earlier in our study, where we would see that Jesus many times in the scriptures, they would want to stone him to death or they would want to hang him or something like that. And then Jesus would just escape. And then I, I said it at that point in time that Jesus, Jesus is a master of escape. If he wants to escape, he will escape. Nobody can catch him. You would see them many times. They would be like, oh, let's stone this guy, let's stone this guy. Where is the guy that we want to stone? <laughs> so many times in the Bible, Jesus escaped. But now, Jesus is saying, when every man was seeking for him, including the Greeks, remember, that is what brought up this. 
the Greeks came to Philip and they said we want to see the, we want to see Jesus they came then Philip went to Andrew and then together they went to Jesus and immediately Jesus heard this he said that the heart has come for the son of man to be glorified and we see something there because Jesus said that if if a grain of wheat does not fall to the ground if it does not die it will remain alone same thing too if Jesus did not die there is no way that these Greeks that wanted to see him there is no way that they could have been saved it is by the grace of Jesus it is by the fact that Jesus died for our sins that we have the opportunity to also come before God that we have the opportunity to also have this life of God in us so we must cherish the sacrifice of Jesus Christ but what does this mean what can this mean for us firstly it is Jesus dying that give us the opportunity to come to him secondly if we read verse 25 you notice that Jesus says that the one who loves his life will lose it and the one who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. That firstly ap ap applies to the work of God. If you love your life too much to do the work of God, <laughs> you will lose it. But if you hate your life enough to commit it to God's hands and to use your life to do God's work, you will gain it for eternal life another thing that it means is that you see the greatest people in this world whether as christians or as non-christians are the people that have found a way to basically lose their lives in the pursuit of something i don't know if you noticed that so those that have lose, lost their lives in the pursuit of jesus i don't mean like losing it like them dying but all their life all their being everything that they are and have they have they have given it all in the pursuit of jesus those are the ones that have really gained in this in, in this christian journey they may not be popular they may not be the ones that we refer to as anointed ministers but they inside their hearts they know what they have gained they are the ones that have gained this eternal life. They are the ones that have gained this peace of God. They are the ones that have gained everything. You notice that those that have lost their lives, although this is not good, but those that have lost their lives in the pursuit of things like wealth, fame, money, all of those things, they have gained it too, in a sense. Until you lose your life in the pursuit of something, your life will be meaningless. And the greatest thing that we can lose our life in its pursuit is in the pursuit of Jesus. The greatest thing that we can lose our lives for is for the kingdom of God. Let me ask you, is, do you, do you love your life too much to give it to Jesus or have you given all to him? The Bible says, verse 35 now Jesus was answering them see you you have the light with you only for a little while longer walk while you have the light so that darkness doesn't overtake you the one who walks in darkness does not know where he is going while you have the light believe in the light so that you may become children of the light how do you become a child of God by believing in God and is that believing just a word-of-mouth kind of believing nope it is not it is not it is not it is not all our days on this earth all our lives are for Jesus 
and the thing is that we have those times that we come in our lives for jesus it was the time has come for the son of man to be glorified like he said glorified but if he was to explain it he would say something like the time has come for the son of man to be crucified stay dead for 30 days and then rise on the third day by the power of god but you notice that it started with crucifixion in fact it didn't start with crucifixion well the process was crucifixion but it started with shame and pain and them dragging him through town and them doing all of those things to him then finally they crucified him you know if they just shot him with a gun and he died that's a different thing but they dragged him through town they flogged him they did all of those things he was bruised he was beaten for us the bible makes us understand that he was beaten for our transgressions for our sins for for our for our sicknesses he went through all that pain and then he went through crucifixion where he died and then he had to stay dead for three days before he was raised to life on the third day many of us just want to start at that third day experience raised to life but crucifixion came shame came and many times for us too the time will come for different things but sometimes the time will come for us to show if we stand with jesus or not basically we could say it like this if your name is andrew we would say the time has come for andrew to be glorified but for andrew to be glorified he must also many times go through shame go through crucifixion be dead for three days and they rise with jesus again on the third day our experiences may be different but usually the pattern is the same we all suffer in this christ one way in this life one way or the other for christ however we must understand the times that we live in let me ask you what time are you living in and how are you managing that time let's pray our father and our god we say thank you for the opportunity that you have given unto us to be able to see you today lord we say thank you for how you have given us your word lord thank you for these things that you have done for us thank you because when the time came for you to be glorified you didn't back down you didn't say it would be difficult you didn't say oh why am i even doing this you even said it that that is why you have come come you said it that would you say that the father should spare you no that is why you have come to the earth and the father did speak the father did glorify himself Lord, we say thank you for your sacrifice on that cross of Calvary for us. Dear God, we pray that the sacrifices that we need to make to become the kinds of people that you want us to be, that you would help us to sacrifice and be that in the name of Jesus. That you would help us to give it all it takes in the name of Jesus. We say thank you for your answered our prayers. As we will be doing other things, help us to consistently meditate on your word. Say thank you. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. I believe you have been blessed by this episode of the podcast. Please follow us on this platform or on wherever you get your podcast. Also, please share with your friends and family so that they can be blessed by it too. Till we meet again, keep seeking, keep searching, keep meditating on God's word and keep on loving your scriptures and keep on loving God. God bless you.